passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. I kind of expected this. I I don't know. Like, I actually thought it might be worse than this going in. Like, they made it competitive. Um, I thought it, I was hoping it would look better than this. It didn't look good, but that's just the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers have played a game yet where you left going like, man, both these teams look really good today. <laughs> so they drag you down into the mud with them. And then um, maybe the Bengals are just a mud team right now. I, yeah, it was kind of disgusting to watch. I think we are at the point with this team where even the people who were a little bit optimistic are probably more so where I was going into this game, which is I'm going to evaluate some young guys, see how they progress. Miles Murphy, shout out. He had a great game. Um, But I want to look at that. I want to see what's the coaching staff do when they don't have a Joe Burrow in there. And can this defense ever get better? Can the offensive line play well against a tough front? 
but I didn't go in there thinking like, oh man, how are they? I think they're going to beat the Steelers. Like, how are they going to get that done? In my mind, like, I don't know. Steelers find way to win. Find ways to win these cheap. These uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. I almost want to say dirty, but I'm not saying they played dirty, but like disgusting games, kind of what I mean. Like, you know, they they live for these 16 to 10 games. And the Bengals, they, they haven't played too many of these. So, um, yeah, you were there, and that seemed like a miserable experience to sit in the rain <laughs> and cold and watch that. You know, I've been through some bad experiences because I was going to my first game when I was 10. So I've sat through the ups and downs and obviously the Carson Palmer era. But I thought about it going into the game because I've watched this team lose by 35 points before. And we just sat there until the game was over and it was it was a torrential downpour. For this one, it was just that nasty kind of Cleveland Browns week one weather throughout the game. And it, it wasn't it wouldn't have been bad if it was better play on the football field, but there was just nothing to watch with this Bengals offense offensively. And I kind of want to go to Jake Browning right now because look, okay. I, I tried to see this as a glass half full situation for the Cincinnati Bengals after I got over the fact that Joe Burrow was out for the season. And it is extremely disappointing. If you look around at the AFC right now and you think what could a healthy Joe Burrow do to some of these AFC teams. And it's very unfortunate to be in the position that the Cincinnati Bengals are in. They place him on the IR over the weekend. He'll have surgery on Monday. We're recording this on a Sunday afternoon. And when I watched Jake Browning, it just felt like Joe Burrow would have thrown for the first down or Joe Burrow would have at least ran for the first down. And he was holding on for a little too long for my liking. I know a lot of fans are feeling like, ah, Zach Taylor, you should have thrown, you should have run the ball when you have a quarterback who's replacing Joe Burrow. They didn't do that. Nothing was working offensively. And you're going against TJ Watt who is one of the best in the NFL and no surprise there when it comes to the pass rush, but overall for this offense, I think it just proved what Joe Burrow does when he's out there. Yeah. Um, so I was very interested in what the Bengals were going to do in this game. That was different. And really it didn't seem like they changed it up that much. I don't know what concepts they're running from broadcast because everybody's kind of like runs off of the screen, but when I'm looking at it, a lot of drop back, uh, they, they didn't make it easy on Browning. I thought there was a chance that maybe they'd go into this game and think like, let's, let's hit all the easy buttons. Let's get all the gimme plays. They didn't do that. And on the other hand, the run game was non-existent, mm -hmm. both from an effort from the coaching staff and from an execution on the field. It was disgusting. It was bad. And that's how are you as the backup quarterback supposed to play against a tough front when you're always behind the chains because the run game's not helping you at all. You don't get the gimme plays. I don't think they ran like those boot plays with the slide rat, like just stuff that's like cheap seven yards. Let's just yeah. get seven easy yards here and move on. And I don't think they got to that at all. Uh, the eight run rush attempts bad. I mean, Sometimes you might have to force it a little bit and just try to get it to work and uh, make the defense honor the run game. They had no reason to in this one. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, what I, what I think with Browning is he didn't play well. I think I'd actually say he played pretty poor, but he 
is a backup quarterback that got thrown into the game and got asked to run an offense with a very high degree of difficulty at the quarterback position. And I think that the Bengals offense kind of has a high degree of difficulty at a lot of positions, but that's something we could get into later when it comes to Browning specifically let down. I mean, the stat line ended up looking okay for a backup, but it, I mean, a lot of tip balls, a uh, few of the sacks were just because he held on to the ball too long, didn't really push the ball downfield ever. Um, half of Jamar Chase's catches came off of tip passes. That's not great. Uh, but, yeah, overall, bad performance from the offense in general, and I think Browning was somebody who was a part of that. He did not harness that chaotic energy for good other than one play. That one play to Irwin. He broke a tackle, threw the ball down the field. Other than that, it was all bad. Like, he'd hold the ball too long. He wouldn't find the way to escape. He didn't scramble quite enough for me because I thought there were a few opportunities where he kept running sideways. I'm like, get upfield. Just just get upfield, and let's pick up six yards that way. The run game's not working, so let's pick up yards yeah. scrambling to make that a run game. Um, yeah, I first start, I think I'd give him the next start, too. Just yeah. see because it wasn't, it didn't ruin. I don't know. He only had the one interception. He caused sacks. He missed, he misread stuff. Interception was late, bad. I didn't like the footwork. I'm not an expert, but it felt slow. Like I, when I initially saw it, I thought, oh, he was late on that throw. And he was, but he did go three steps and get the ball out. It's just, it was one, two, three, ball out. When I feel like, if you are reading that and you think I'm hitting the hitch here, it needs to be da, 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 ball out, you know, like quick, kind of quicken up that drop. And hey, maybe it's coached that way to drop back slowly. But I just feel like with Burrow, he's so quick and always ready to throw that though those plays work a little better because it it was there. I mean, it, it's a tough, it's a risky play for three yards, but it was there. He just was a little slow on it, left a little bit inside. And that's just, you see that all across the NFL too. I had one on Black Friday where you know, when you're throwing that ball outside, especially when you got an arm, a little popcorn arm like Jake Browning, it's got to be on time. It can't be late at all. And you can't leave that thing inside at all. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. If Joe Burrow is healthy, I just I feel very confident. I hate playing the if game, but this team would have won that football yeah. game. I mean, I mean, it was. Yeah. It's it's not much of a hot take, but when you you just look at the quarterback play, and and I'd love to know what Joe Burrow was thinking, but at the same time, there was only one play because I know Joe's trying to he's trying to pump up his guy going into this game, and and obviously you know give him that confidence. And Joe's on the sideline. I'm going to tell you right now, it was miserable conditions for four quarters, and Joe Burrow could have been in a suite, he could have been upstairs with Brian Callahan, and he chose to stay on the sideline the whole entire game. And and I would love to know what he's thinking during some of that because there was one play, and it was when when. Jake looked a little like Joe Burrow. He scrambled for the first down. He threw it for the first down. And that was the only time I ever looked at that game and thought, hmm, there's a little Joe Burrow the rest of the game. It just it, it just felt like missed opportunities. And look, I don't want to put this all on, on Jake. It's very tough to come into this offense. As you mentioned, it's kind of difficult offense. But overall, he's just not – he's not Joe Burrow. And we knew that. 
going into yeah. this game. You, you kind of hoped you watch that Thursday night football game versus the Baltimore Ravens and you see little tiny glimpses and you think, well, we'll see what it looks like against the Steelers team. And unfortunately, this is what it is. You can look around the league. I mean, goodness, if the Jets are going to give their quarterback another start, I'm okay with giving Jake Browning another start on Monday night football. It's just that it's a, it's a bad situation that this offense is in right now. Were you surprised? Cause I know it felt like the run game wasn't there. And I, I know fans are calling for the criticism of not running the football, but if you look at the stats, they just, they weren't producing with the run game either. 